Welcome to the Parasha and Halakha audio series, a presentation of contemporary halachic topics as they relate to the Parasha Tashavua. The Sephardic Halakha Center is committed to advancing the research and application of Halakha in the Sephardic community nationwide. For a halachic consultation, monetary bedin services, to order this series or to sign up to receive the Sephardic Halakha journal, and for all other information, please call 1-844-200-TSHC or email us at info at theshc.org. The following is an introduction from Harav Shmuel Pinchasi Shlita, the Nasi of the Sephardic Halakha Center, followed by a loose translation of his remarks. אני חייב לומר במילים ספורות שגדולה תלמוד שהביאה לידי מעשה ורבותינו ראו את נושא ההלכה עד כמה זה חשוב עד שאומרים שחדי קודשא בריחו לעשו כשמד את האליבא דהלכתא חז"ל אומרים אוהב השם שערי ציון מכל משכנות יעקב אוהב השם שערים המצוינים בהלכה יותר מכל בתי כנסיות ובתי מדרשות כמה זה חשוב בתי כנסת, כמה זה חשוב בתי מדרשות. אין ספק שכל מילה בתורה יש בזה תילי תילים של שכר בעולם הזה, בעולם הבא, אבל אין מעלה כגודל לימוד התורה, במיוחד כשמגיע הלכה למעשה. עד כדי כך שחז"ל אומרים שמאז שחרה בית המקדש לא זזה השכינה מכותל המערבי, אבל רבותינו אומרים שאין לו לקדוש ברוך הוא אלא דלת אמות של הלכה. כלומר, יש שני דברים, יש כותל המערבי, יש בית המקדש שלצערנו עדיין אנחנו מתאבים ושואבים, שואפים לקיים את ה... להקים שכינה מאפרה, אבל אין לו לקדוש ברוך הוא אלא דלת אמות של הלכה. זו מעלת ההלכה. והחתם סופר מסביר ואומר, יש שניים שהקדוש ברוך הוא בוכה עליהם. אחד שיכול ללמוד והוא לא לומד. והשני, שהוא לא יכול ללמוד ולומד, שהוא הלך חטף סופר, שאלה ידועה ומפורסמת, בישלם אדם שיכול ללמוד ולא לומד, אז הקדוש ברוך הוא בוכה עליו, כי חבל על דאבדין, עוד כישרון, עוד כוח, אבל למה הקדוש ברוך הוא בוכה על מי שלא יכול ללמוד ולומד? אומר החתם סופר פלאי פלאות, אומר, הוא לא יכול ללמוד פלפול, והוא לומד פלפול, והיה יכול להיות גדול בהלכה. היה יכול להיות במושגים של הלכה, מסיק שמת הלימודי הלכתה, ויכול להגיע לדרגות של ללבד הלכה. אבל הוא לא לומד הלכה, הוא לומד דבר אחר. ועל זה הקדוש ברוך הוא כואב, ועל זה הוא בעצם בוכה, כאילו חבל מאוד שהוא מתעסק בדברים אחרים. שהם אולי באמת חשובים, אבל אין להם תועלת כל כך, כמו זה שיכול להגיע לידי הלכה, לליבון ההלכה. ולכן אני אומר, אשריכם ואשרי חלקכם, שאתם עוסקים בלימוד ההלכה, ובמיוחד הרבנים הגאונים, שהם באמת תורמים מזמנם, ממרצם, מעונם ועונם, הונם ועונם, שברוך השם באים ועושים מלאכת קודש ללמוד וללמד. הלכה צרופה, הלכה ברורה. אני מאחל לכולם שידיכם לגאון ולתפארת ולעלות בעזרת השם ביתר סד וביתר עוז בלימוד.
לימוד ההלכה, ובעזרת השם, שכר לימודכם יעלה בידכם להגדיל תורה ולהדירה. אמן. Rav Shmuel Ben-Hasi says the following, with the permission of my brothers and friends, I just want to say a few words about the greatness of Talmud Torah, which leads to action. Chachamim extol the virtue of Limud Halacha so much that they state that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has special pleasure in the study of Torah for the purpose of knowing the correct Halacha. Hazal say on the Pasuk, Ohev Hashem Sha'aret Zion Mikol Mishkenot Yaakov that HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves the study halls of Halakha more than any other Batei Knesset and Batei Midrash. There is no doubt that every word of Torah merits a tremendous amount of reward in Olam Hazeh and Olam Abba. But there is no greater virtue than the study of Torah Halakha Lema'aseh. The Rabbis say that since the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash, the Shekhinah has not left the Kotel HaMa'aravi. On the other hand, The rabbis also say that after the destruction, HaKadosh Baruch Hu only has in his world the four amot of halacha. Chachamim are comparing our yearning for the rebuilding of the Beit HaMikdash and restoring the glory of the Shekhinah to the tremendous ma'ala of studying halacha. The Hatam Sofer explains that the Gemara says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu cries over two types of people, one who can learn and does not learn, and one who cannot learn and learns. The question is obvious. It is clearly unfortunate that one who can, can learn and does not learn. The question is obvious. Clearly, it is unfortunate that one can learn and does not learn. What a waste of potential and kohot. However, what is wrong with one who cannot learn and nevertheless pushes himself to learn? The Hatam Sofer answers that the Gemara is referring to one who cannot learn on the deep level of Pilpul and nevertheless attempts to do so at the expense of knowing halakha. This, so to speak, pains HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that although this person is obviously learning important things, still he is neglecting the important study of halakha. Therefore, I commend those who study halakha, especially the very knowledgeable rabbis of the Sephardic Halakha Center, who invest time, effort, and money in clarifying and arriving at the proper, proper halakhic conclusion and teaching them to the tzibur. I bless them to continue with this Melechat HaKodesh and may they merit to see much success in this great endeavor. The following shiur is delivered by Rabbi Mordechai Lebhar, Rosh Kolel at Link of Los Angeles. For more information or shiurim, please visit dshc.org or call 1-844-200-TSHC. That's 1-844-200-8742. Parashat Vayikra introduces us to the whole world of korbanot and of uh, and of sacrifices that we bring to the Beit Hamikdash. Sacrifices, there's the korban hatamid that has to be brought every single day, even Shabbat, even Shabbat. And the Gemara in a few places discusses how could it be brought on Shabbat? when somebody is shochet. He violates the Shabbat. And why does he violate Shabbat is a very interesting discussion. The Gebaran Masechet Shabbat of Ein Hei says, Shochet is he chayav because Netilat Neshama, he took away Neshala or Neshama, or is he also chayav because of Tzovea. Tzovea means he's, he's coloring. Now what is he coloring? The Gemara says, he's coloring the skin of the, of the animal to show that it was fresh, freshly 
nishchat. And the Gemara says, why does he care? The Gemara answers, no, a person wants to show it, that way he could sell his meat better. So it's interesting, shochet could be because there's a melacha on Shabbat of tzoveah, of, of uh, coloring. And we know that in the Mishkan there was a, a, a melacha of tzoveah as well, from, from, um, from painting all the tapestries that there, there were, the, uh, uh, the, the chiyuv of tzoveah applies. Now, if that's the case, why isn't somebody able to bring, why is somebody able to bring a korban on Shabbat? So the Gemara Mesechet Psachim, Samachvav says, Bemuado, that the, that the, that korbanot is doche Shabbat. Just like Mila is doche Shabbat, korbanot is doche Shabbat. Korbanot pushes aside Shabbat. That means if you have to do a korban on that day, so automatically that takes precedence over Shabbat. So we do find this concept that sometimes you're allowed to be doche Shabbat for certain things. And I've gotten the question the following. There's a very relevant question that in our days, and uh, maybe it will be in future days as well, but this question applies to certain people. Now, you could debate on the facts, but I'm going to give an, a hypothetical scenario. Somebody wants to go to Bet Knesset on Shabbat. He wakes up in the morning and he sees that he has symptoms. Now he knows he sits right next to somebody who's immunocompromised. And if that person is going to get COVID, it's a, it could be very dangerous for them. So before he goes to Bet Knesset, he wants to take a rapid test, an antigen test. He has them at home and he wants to take a rapid COVID test on Shabbat in order to go to Bet Knesset. So here he tells himself, is there really a prohibition? And if there is, maybe maybe this prohibition, if it's rabbinic, maybe it could still be doche in order to go Shabbat. First of all, if it's deoraita, korbanot has a pasuk that you're able to go, but obviously you can't violate in isur deoraita to go to a minyan. But if it's derabanan, then you would be able to violate. Or maybe there's no isur at all, and for sure I can do it. So the question is, is one allowed to take a rapid test on Shabbat in order to go to Bet Knesset to hear Kriyat Torah? That's the question. So in order to understand this, let us, let us uh, explain what's the possible um, prohibitions in taking a rapid test on Shabbat. And let's explain how a rapid test works. A rapid test, for those who don't know, is a... Um, is is uh, a little bit similar to a pregnancy test, or or um, there are other tests for other um, sicknesses that one is going to take uh, a cotton swab, and he's going to gather whatever um, liquids he can get from one's nose with a long cotton swab, like a Q-tip, and he takes it out, and then he sticks it into a little bit of, in a tube that has liquid in it. He mixes up the tube that has liquid in it. And on the way out, he is going to press the cotton swab as much as he can to extract whatever liquid which is in this cotton swab inside the liquid. So the liquid right now will have some of his liquid that it was in his nose. You transfer it onto the liquid through through pressing a little bit through the Q-tip and just mixing it in. Then the person is going to take that 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 liquid, and he's going to put a drop inside a certain um, a certain uh, 
a plastic, um, I would call it a, a plastic stripe strip that has a place to put a few drops in it. And those drops are going to absorb inside this material and it's going to create two red lines. If it creates one line, that's normal. But if he creates the second line, that means that a person is positive for COVID. Because what happens is, is that the coronavirus, um, uh, uh, the coronavirus will, will be stopped by that second line and it will create a concentration. The antigens will stop that corona and it will create a line. So if it creates the line, uh, you, a person knows he is positive. So what could be the possibility of a prohibition on Shabbat? So here, I wanted to present to you a certain, um, a, a few possibilities of, pro, uh, uh, of prohibitions on Shabbat. And we'll see if each one is applicable. The first one is that one of the Melachot Shabbat is Sochet. You're not allowed to squeeze on Shabbat. And Sochet is a tolda de dash. The fourth milacha in the, and the fifth milacha in the Mishkan was that after they, they, um, they separated all the grain, they had to break the shell from the grain. And separating the, the, the shell from the grain is indeed a milacha of, of, um, of, of, of tolda didash. So anytime you separate one, one thing from the other is, is prohibited. And therefore, if you squeeze juice out of a fruit, like a, like a, a grape or an olive, which their juice is considered juice in the Torah, that's, that's an isur mina Torah sochet. And similarly, if one takes, uh, um, uh, um, a sponge and he squeezes the sponge and the water comes out, it's chayav mishum sochet. Which would mean that on Shabbat one is not allowed to take cotton and, and dip it into water and squeeze it and if he's going to use that water, that's going to be a melachad de oraita. Otherwise, it could be for sure a melachad de rabbanan. I'm not getting into those details, but over here, it's clear that one is one is taking the the Q-tip and he's putting it in the water, and then he's squeezing out the the the, the liquid he wants that he's pressing because that's how you have to do this test in order to be effective. So, in essence, what he's doing is that he is um, he is being sochet, and schita is a tolda de dash. Shita is forbidden on Shabbat. So the first prohibition, lecha uh, ora, would be uh, would be sochet. Now, um, you know, there's all types of questions that you're going to ask me. Why is it that uh, why is it that when a person has water in his uh, in his socks, he's allowed to step on the floor? Actually, there's a story that the stapler gaon once stepped in a puddle on Yom Kippur, and he and and he was wet, so he kept his foot up the whole Yom Kippur. For it to dry, he refused to, to put his foot down until everything dried. It's a whole story. So over there, obviously, you don't care so much about the, the liquid. It might be a little bit different. But over here, you need the liquid. So it would be a problem. So that's one question. That's one serious prohibition of of schita. Uh, the other would be tzovea. Well, like we mentioned, one of the prohibition of schita on Shabbat is uh, is because you are being tsovea, you are coloring a certain area. So over here too, you are coloring one strip for sure, and you want that strip to be colored because it's part of the process. 
And the second, you are also coloring a second strip if a person is going to be positive. He doesn't know if he's going to be positive or not, but there's a suffix, a possible suffix, the oraita. So here, it's a little bit more complicated if a person is chayav mishum tzofeah. The Khatam Sofer asks in Masechet Ketubot, Davheya Mudbet, that the, where, where the Gemara has a a discussion whether a person is allowed to be bo'ila bitula on Shabbat, a person is allowed to uh, have relations with a virgin, and what's going to happen is that the blood is going to come out and it's going to stain the sheet, and he's going to be able to see if she's a bitula or not. But the Gemara doesn't say it's forbidden because of tzoveah on Shabbat. Ask the Khatam Sofer, why doesn't the Gemara say that it's a prohibition of Tzoveh? He wants to see if the blood is forbidden or not. Says the Khatam Sofer, From here we see that Tzoveh is only applicable when he needs that thing that is being, that is being painted. Like the Beta Shechita, he needs that thing. Over here, all he needs to see is if there's a bitu, if she's a bitula or not, he doesn't care if the the sheet is going to be red now. He cares for a siman la davar, which is very similar to us. We don't care really for the for the for that this device to be painted. We just have to know a piece of information. So based on this, there wouldn't be any isur mishum tsovea, uh, and to, to understand it a little uh, a little bit deeper. That would also be a, uh, there would also, there would also, there would also, you know, to understand the fundamental difference between sovea and kotev, uh, what's the difference between sovea and writing? So the, the, there's the famous Kehilot Yaakov written by the stapler actually in Masechet Shabbat Siman Mem that says that Melechet sovea is you are changing that product. Kotev is that you are giving over a message. Through, a, through, through writing. But so there you are, you are changing the actual, the actual thing itself. And over here you're not changing the thing itself. So based on this Khatam Sofer, you would think that it's allowed. So I saw in a shiur given by, uh, the Mechabres Farim Orchot Shabbat, Rav Gelber and, and Rav Rubin, that they asked on this Khatam Sofer, from the Gemara Masechet Bechorot, Dafsamech Amud Aleph, that's right, that writes, that a person is not allowed to take off Ma'aser Behema on Shabbat. On Yom Tov, I'm sorry. Mishum Sikrata. What a Sikrata means is that in order to be, uh, to, to do a, a, uh, a process of separating the animals, so the tenth animal, one is going to take, um, dye, red dye, and he's going to paint the, the tenth animal. Now, the Gemara says that's a problem. Actually, it's the Tosfot Masechet Chagiga, Davchet Amud Aleph, which is coming up in Daf Yomi, that, that it's a problem of Tzoveah on Yom Tov. Now, according to the Khatam Sofer, why is it a problem of Tzoveah on Yom Tov? All you're doing is you want it as a Siman. You don't care that the animal is red or not. All you care about is that for, for a Siman to see whether whether it's red or not. And so, similarly, there's a, in, in, Hilchot Shabbat, Siman, Shin Chavchet, Sif Memchet writes, putting a, a cloth on a, on a wound that a person has. So, there too, there's a problem of Tzoveah, even though you don't care about the Tzoveah at all. So, all of these, all of these things seem to indicate, is that it would be a, uh, it, it, it would not, it would be a problem of Tzoveah, even if it's not specifically, 
making that item better, but you need for this purpose something to be colored. That would be a problem. Khatam Sufer himself in later editions seems to say that the problem of that the reason why Bo'el Betulon Shabbat is not a problem of Tzviyah is because it's called Derech Lichluch. It's not a, it's, it's called a, it's called a way of, of getting it dirty, which there's a Heterim of Derech Lichluch, wouldn't be called Sovea. But, it's still not gonna be an Isur Deoraita because you need the thing itself. Over here, uh, you know, the Tzviyah, you needed the actual thing to become more beautiful. But, but over here, Tzviyah wouldn't be a, um, a, a, a Deoraita in any ways. Because as we mentioned, uh, because as we mentioned, the tzviya is made, um, um, not, not that you use the thing itself, so it's called, not called a melacha tzvichalagufa, but still machloket, rambam and others, and, uh, even though it's a derabanan, it's still a strong derabanan, that it's not so pashut that it's asur. Another, but another point to put out, point out, it could be, it's not asur mishum tzvia, but it would be a problem of, uh, of kotev, because you are, it's like, it's like a, a drawing. If somebody makes a drawing on Shabbat, it conveys a message. So this is like a drawing that he's con- conveying a message. So that, the Orchot Shabbat says, might also be a problem of, of Kotev. Okay, so we have Sochet, Tsovea, Kotev. A fourth prohibition it could be, suggests the Orchot Shabbat, is that it could be Borer. Borer, where do you see Borer? When the antigens stop the coronavirus, from passing through and they create this, this, uh, this line, so that could be a prohibition of writing on, uh, I'm sorry, of borer, you're separating on Shabbat, which is also an Isur de Oraita, of borer. Now, you're gonna tell me that it's not Nikar La'ain, it's not noticeable, and uh, we've spoken about in the past about water filters, that you can't see the bacteria, that it goes through the filters, so that's not called the Borer de Oraita, and indeed, Rav Nisim Karel, it says that that's why there's no Borer on these filters, if you can't see the the, the dirt that goes through the filter, uh, like the Brita filters or whatever. Never, and there are those who argue, over here it's a little bit better, because even though over here you don't see anything at the beginning, but but something gets created from that psolet, so it gets chashivut, so it gets importance to it, to it. So the Orchot Shabbat wants to suggest that there's an achshave, that there's an importance of it being done over here. So that would be, that would be, uh, uh that would be, um, that would be also an interesting point to done, whether it's sovea or it's, uh, or, or it's kotev. Now, the only question is, once again, is there an isur deoraita or derabanan? And that's especially relevant to our question, whether you, if it's deoraita, there is no compromise. You can't be over isur deoraita to go to Bet Knesset. So, why would it, why would be a question whether it's isur deoraita or not? The, 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 the big question, the big question at hand over here is, is it called a, a, a grama or not? Is it called a direct uh, uh, action or is it not called a direct action? So, if you're gonna call it, it's a, an indirect action, bimakom mitzvah, in order to go to Bet Knesset, or because if a person is afraid that he might be sick and he wa- wants to take some medications for it, not pikuach nefesh, he thinks that it'll be okay. So, if it's a grama, it would be okay. So first of all, if Schita, there's no grama over here. Right now you're being sochet. So, I don't know where you would have a grama in that area. But, but grama on the other, on Borer, on Sovea, on Kotev, for sure it's not happening right away. It takes like at least, uh, it, it takes at least, um, 15 seconds. 
the question is, it's not so simple to consider something a grama. A grama is something that happens as a second stage, not right away. Over here, the process is starting right away. As soon as you put it in, it starts working right away. It's going to take a little bit of time until you see the results, but the, the, the action is at play. So since the action is at play, it's considered that, let's say, uh, you're, you, you tell a dog to go, uh, to go trap somebody on Shabbat. Gemara says, Shisa Kelev Bishabbat Chayav. So, Shisa Kelev Chayav. So, because Derechat Sayadim. So even though right away the the, the 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 dog is not catching things right away, but you started the process. That's your melacha or zorea when you plant something in the ground or things that you start right away. Then uh, then then it would be considered a melacha, and it's also not called a melacha b'shinui because this is the derech of you to do it. So it would seem to be that there are chashashot of isur de oraita of schita, and also and also of borer. And at least did a banan of tsovea. And, uh, and kotev, we have to see, cause it's not ktiva shel kayama, it's not gonna last forever, you're gonna throw it out. So that might not be used through the right or not. So the question is, are you allowed to tell a non-Jew to do this bidika for you? If you don't really have a, 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 a tsorech. So, you're going to have to get into a whole discussion whether you're allowed to ask a non-Jew to violate something that has any Surde Oraita, if you're going to consider Surde Oraita, if you consider everything in Surde Rabbanan, especially a grammar, that would be okay. But if you're going to consider it Surde Oraita, it would be a problem. So, Shita for sure will be the Oraita. If you could somehow get away from Shita, the rest you could done, maybe it's the Rabbanan, it would be allowed al goy. But for you to do it yourself, to be able to go to Bet Knesset to violate an Isur de Rabbanan, especially Melech HaShenu Sukhala which is a very serious de Rabbanan, I don't think would be allowed. And uh, unless a person thinks that he's in Makom Pikuach Nefesh, he needs this uh, this result in order for him to know whether he should start treatment or not, then there, and I'm not getting into the, if that's called Pikuach Nefesh or not, different discussion, then it would be, uh, it would be forbidden on Shabbat to take an antigen test because of the prohibitions that we mentioned and even asking a goy to take a test for you is also a serious question and a and and um and it would be allowed when you don't have uh the schita questions uh the other things you could done that is the rabbanan but because of the schita question you really have to know whether there's a a deoraita over here or not this audio series has been brought to you by the Sephardic Halakha Center. The center is committed to advancing research and application of halakha in the Sephardic community nationwide. For a halakhic consultation, monetary bedin services, to order this series or to sign up to receive the Sephardic Halakha Journal, or for all other information, please call one 200 T-S-H-C or email info at the shc.org to subscribe.